0: So guys, I'm boom, turning off my Wonder Boom speaker to speak to y'all, y'all y'alls. So I'm in front of a camera, I've got myself muted. I'm meant to have a student who's adorable. So technically speaking on Google, on the googly eyes, on the eyes that are Googling me, Googling on me, supposedly, quietly, so it's on mute, but I'm sure, I'm sure all you googly eyes have other ways of gathering my scenario. Oh, oh, one second. All right, so I'm realizing I would like to do a drop right now because Tomorrow is February 9th, and that is the um, Aquarius new moon, and the sun is in Aquarius. And to me, for, for myself, from my perspective, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. So this is the moment. It would make sense that the moment of the dawning of the age of Aquarius would come through a planetary alignment, a conjunction between the sun and the moon. So that means they're just perfectly opposite each other. And then where's the earth? Where's that bodacious lady with pendulous tatas that are smoking hot as volcanoes and earthquakes and she shakes her hips. And all kinds of things start to happen. So to me, this year of the Wood Dragon 2024 has very much to do with Earth shaking her hips. Because uh, I mentioned this in my last podcast drop. One thing that I am feeling is, uh, and I'm gonna make a reference to a cool YouTube channel. So, so I'll, hopefully I'll remember to put a link in the description of this drop to a a phenomena, a group called Soulogy, S-O-U-L-O-G-Y. A couple funny things about Soulogy, a couple cool things about Soulogy right on the outside here is, so, you know, I have my kookiness, my kookiness that led me to starting a podcast on November 22nd of 2020. That's a lot of ones, that's a lot of twos. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. And a couple zeros, I think. Yeah, 2020. Wow, it was 001122. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Oh my goodness. And then 33 is Jesus. Anyway, um, code, I love code. So, so I happened upon Sology. I'm not sure how, how that happened only in the last, maybe year and a half. Um, what was it? How did I happen upon Sology? Oh, I know because I was following the s- cosmic intelligence of a human woman named Athena who lives in Australia and has a channel on YouTube called Human Witness. And I've directed people her way to get a sense of her perspective of the cosmic um, events that are happening right now and have happened in the past. She's just a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant woman who I'm not sure what happened, but she left a post on her community section recently like, you know when you follow someone on YouTube and, hello, we're living in this ADD world, so you you can never quite carry all of the things that you're following or wanting to learn and keep up with. You know, to me, some of the most intelligent um, civilizations could understand kind of the cosmic geometry of the human and what we could handle. So if we have 10 fingers, we probably, sh- probably shouldn't be considering, well, we can consider a myriad of millions, of billions, of zillions of things, but you're going to start losing your focus if it gets beyond 10 things. Like I truly feel part of how the digital age has eroded our spiritual Um, experience as humans, because to me, the reason I don't call myself religious is that some sort of a separation between you and the creator, and then you have to go to a building, blah, 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 blah. But no, it's you are the creator, the creator is you, and there is the lowest version of you, which is the most humbling, and then the highest version of you, or the greatest version of you. Like one thing I loved about Athena, from the human witness channel is and i love that i talk about channels even if they're on youtube (laughs) because i'm not saying i don't believe in channel channels channelers mediums but i don't channel i won't channel for a number of reasons you know one of which is i don't hear things in the form of voice i feel things like i've been so excited in the last week like when you're a teenager and you know that you're gonna get those Lee Jean corduroys for Christmas. Like I think I got two pairs that year in whatever, eighth grade, I was so excited. I got light blue corduroy leaf flaps and I don't know what the other, what, what were the other ones that I got? Hmm. I had light blue leaf flaps and I don't remember. Were they brown? Were they tan? I think they were probably just tan. Um so oh, how did I go from leaf flap, how did I go from sology on YouTube to leaf flap corduroys? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I always just need to keep looping back, and this is why maybe I'm appreciating a planet like Venus, because If you zoom out, so you can go on, one of the reasons I love YouTube, um, and I will promote YouTube till the end of time. I love you, YouTube. I give you human kisses. I send human kisses into all the demons that pervade the static of anything weird on YouTube. Because it's the connecting point for most humans on earth. I'm not gonna say I wish it was Rumble or I wish it was DTube or I wish it was um, oh for heaven's sakes all the different platforms. God, when when we had the whole election interference in 2016, I feel I, I feel like the internet quintupled. It's like it was like go here, go over there. There's a new blah 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 blah. blah. Don't do the and I'm always like you know what. I got on the Facebook reluctantly in 2008 to promote my business that I was starting and I'm not getting off. You know, I'm not getting off. Just like I'm not gonna, I'm not a person who gets off. I'll get on. And if I wanna get off, I'm not gonna make it a dramatic, you know, rite of passage in my life like you know what happened recently which is kind of crazy and if this person drops in and listens I just want you to know Amber I'm not going to say your last name in case you would feel I don't know embarrassed or bad or negative toward me or about what happened Um, I'm not going to say your last name you have a super cool last name and I will love you from afar until the end of time But I had what I would call uh, uh, the last toxic relationship that I've had in my life. And it was subtle because we're not even that close of friends. You know, this friend of mine lives in St. Paul, um, and we have a connection. Uh, I could talk about it. I'm connected to uh, her through... uh, high school friend from highland park senior high that i don't talk to anymore and that's not because anything bad happened that's like she was a year younger than me i went off to college blah and i've since heard updates about this lovely girl lisa barth so for craig g for anyone who's listening who's local and you're like what are you what is she talking about amber who you know well, I'm just not gonna say her last name because I don't want you to look her up on Facebook. I know how people are. Um, I love you so much, Amber G, but uh, your son Pisces. And this is what happens in my life. I have a version of a nemesis and it's not, it's so interesting that Virgo sun, Aquarius moon would have, of course, everybody has a nemesis. So what is nemesis, a Greek word? All these words that bring us back to myth and kind of pictorial images of nemesis. I mean, nemesis. It's like you it's not your evil opposite. For me, my nemesis rubs me the wrong way. So it's not even that I dislike my nemesis. I like my nemesis. But you know what happens? My nemesis doesn't like me. So I, I think I, I started bringing up this whole idea of opposites in my last podcast drop that i married my only ex-husband was sun virgo and i am sun virgo my moon is aquarius and his moon was aries it's not opposites it's just like a there's a there's a number of rub you the wrong way um formulas that happen through if we're looking through the lens of classic astrology, you know, Western astrology, tropical um, astrology. Uh, Chinese astrology to me is more interesting. It's less fixed. It feels more magical. It's more about great big expressions because it goes by year. It doesn't break down to the birth date, the day. And but then I love Mayan astrology because that's basically all the moments stacked up from this moment to you know 2300 years ago. That's why I love the Mayan calendar. But anyway, what happened with my friend Amber? Um, so and I want to talk about sology, so I'm just gonna try and try and focus for this drop on these two things, my friend, Amber and the, um, YouTube channel Sology and it's people and how it, it really helped me tap in and carry joy through the last four years. So thank you, Todd Medina. Todd Medina is one of the founders of the channel. Um, if you're listening to this and you know, I'm, I'm going to send this podcast drop to you. Like I sent this pot, my podcast to Naomi Wolf. When I spoke of her in one of my podcast drops, I sent my podcast to Reina Fulmich when I, and maybe you call yourself Fulmich. I don't know. Those Germans, they love to do weird stuff with the throaty S's and H's, but I always, if I talk about someone, I send it to Athena. Well, maybe I didn't send it to Athena. Oh, you know what I did? And she, I'm very pleased or impressed with her response. I think I was commenting on her YouTube channel, which was growing quickly. Like it went from 500 to 1,000 to 3,000 to four or five. And by the time it got to about 5,000, she just shut it down. I mentioned that at the beginning of this drop, but I said I'm not going to try and link my... Well, one reason that I wouldn't link my podcast is YouTube doesn't allow for external links. And I've been on YouTube for years. And that's a newer thing. That's because if you think about it, let's compare YouTube to the insecure former you know, gymnastics champion or homecoming queen where they just don't want the competition. So you used to be able to post external links of anything on YouTube, but now you can't. So I can't say, Athena, I love you so much. I'm talking about you. Listen to fairies are real. I can't do that because it'll delete the post. And then it doesn't even send me a message saying how I have like infractions against me. It just, YouTube has a bunch of bots that will delete things for many reasons. Like 70% of the natural communication that would happen on YouTube via humans gets bot dropped, bot blocked, bot blocked. Should I make up a new word? Okay. Paige just introduced a new word. I got bot blocked. I got blocked by a bot because, you know, somebody's tracking my data through the realm of the, you know, demonic. I don't care about demons, like ultimately the big demon with a capital S as Satan. No, but but basically our world has been infected by little demons all over the place. Something is always trying to block you. Cock blocker. <laughs> I love that. Boom, my Wonder Boom speaker just went out. Cock block, cock blocker, cock block, cock blocking. Don't cock block me. I don't even know where that comes from. And I don't play sports, but like cock blocking? I wonder where that came from in etymology. I'll have to look that up. Okay, let's put a pin in that and get back to the two points I said I wanted to discuss. Sology, the channel on YouTube, Athena is related. Oh, so the way that I found Athena, the human witness, and it's not the human witness, it's just human witness on YouTube. Um, I was so impressed with her presentations. I was like, nothing has ever spoken to me like this before because I'm not religious because I am a wild coyote because I don't want to join groups because I don't want someone else to inform me about the story of the history of earth. I want to, I want to be like basically in a resonance chamber, like the most intelligent peoples were all over the world, whether you were, I think I mentioned the last podcast. I don't mean to throw shade on Egypt. But Egypt just isn't for me. It's not my jam. It's not who I am. Do I love reading about Cleopatra and how much she knew about natural, really, aromatherapy. She knew a lot about aromatherapy. Like, the one cool story that I dig in Egypt is that when Cleopatra received Mark Antony, and was he Roman? she what did she what did she have him get on a connector ship that was given to them that the whole deck of the ship was covered with red rose petals like this is my kind of lady like the one that you're just like wait what and so she was queen of egypt and had sex with her brother or was married to her brother this is why i don't like the egyptians like Don't try and tell me something is cool and exotic when you're you're just promoting incest. Like incest is never cool. I'm not against dating my second step cousin. I'm not against that. But as I even told you, Craig, the other day at lunch, what did I say I didn't want to do? Oh, oh, my mom. Hello, Sarah. Hello, my beloved mother, Sarah. If you're listening to this, when she was first dating her husband, Murray, um, Murray, Murray Schlossel, I love you. Wow. I just said someone's first and last name. That's because he'll never listen to this podcast. Murray S. I love you. You, his last name means key in Yiddish. And he's the key to, you know, a lot of my mom's happiness. He's the key to a lot of things and he's a libra. He's a wonderful man. So thank you Murray. Thank you for giving birth to with the seed of your semen and all your kids, Judy and David. And wait. Who's your third kid? Judy, David and Andrew. Yep. So, so David is like my age. Hey, hello, David. If you ever listen to this drop. David married this incredibly cool Brit, this Piscean goddess that I love. And she actually gave me my first deck of, no, she didn't give me my first deck of fortune cards. She did a reading for me, which led me to asking for a fortune card deck. Of it's called Titania's Fortune cards. And strangely, if you go on the Facebook and you do a search for Titania's fortune cards, I manage this website. I non-manage manage this website. I don't do anything, but it blew up. It's like, I don't know if it's a thousand people by now. I put it up years ago because this woman, this beautiful, you know, British English, woman who made this deck of 36 cards, which emulates um, a, a Victorian deck made by a French woman named Madame. Gosh, what's her name? Do I have to go look at this? Do I have to go look at my fortune cards, which I haven't done in so long? Oh, for heaven's sakes. Where does Titania's deck come from? Here we go. I'm gonna read the story to you. Tatanya's fortune cards. Here we go. I'll just read the inner. Um, Tatanya Hardy. So her last name is H-A-R-D-I-E. So if you if you type in Tatanya Hardy to the internet T-I-T, A-N-I-A, last name H-A-R-D-I-E. That's interesting, hard die, die hard. Um, You're going to see this beautiful deck that she's made. And I think she even made a new deck recently. But anyway, I'm just gonna read what she says in the beginning. So her deck is based on a woman's original deck named Madame Le Normande, who's French, N le Normande, which is like the Norman. L-E N-O-R-M-A-D-S. Fortune-telling cards. Alright, so let's just read a little bit about that. Here we go. Uh oh gosh, I haven't read in a book for a while. And I have to like hold the book and <clears throat> use my reading glasses and use my voice. <sighs> Madame de... Z. fortune telling cards. When I was about 12 or 13, a close friend of my mother and now of mine read my cards. Oh, that's cool. So the first person who ever read my cards was a girl named Rosie, who's married to my Jewish stepbrother. David. I love you guys. And after she did the reading for me, I don't even remember what we did. It was to me. It was kind of loosey goosey in a way that I love. Like, I don't want to overthink reading cards. Just tell me what you want to hear. I'm not saying tell me what you want to hear. Like, I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. Tell me what you want to know about that. Maybe you're not pulling up in your own conscious. So this says, From the author to Tanya Hardy, when I was about 12 or 13, a close friend of my mother and now of mine read my cards. It was an awe inspiring moment. I was fascinated but slightly cautious too. What if I were told something awkward or not in keeping with my dreams? What if, was it a frightening thing to know what lay ahead? Was my curiosity greater than my apprehension? In fact, what tipped the balance and prompted me to ask for a reading was my trust in this wonderful, wise, and sunny-natured lady. Does that describe me? Do you guys think I'm wonderful, wise, and sunny-natured? Am I fishing for compliments? (laughs) Okay. That is not in the bio. No. What was in the bio was what... Prompted me to ask for a reading was my trust in this wonderful, wise, and sunny natured lady and the sheer beauty and absence of threat in the cards themselves. (gasps) Oh my gosh, wow, this is such a good point. So, part of why I've never read tarot cards, I actually don't trust anything that promotes darkness more than light, whether it's tarot or astrology or mythology or, you know, whomever is the victor of a war and how do we say and in- ingratiates themselves to be the heroes and the winner and the king and then they they quietly say like I've said in-, in my former podcast when I said the Romans demanded that every household kill their oldest son like anything of that nature I've never like I could smell the the psychotic, inhumane, murdering timeline, I heard it the first time. So imagine when little Paige, and México is Anita. When little Paige, so I have to be little, little, mini Anne when I'm in Mexico, because página translates as piece of paper. I'm not a piece of paper. So I went by one of my middle names, And Anitita. When I would read anything as a child, I remember being like, Nope, I'm not doing that. Nope. I'm not doing that. Nope. I'm not standing for that. And then the teacher would say, stand up and put your whatever left hand on your heart, right hand on your heart. I don't know. And we would do the Pledge of Allegiance. And I would think, you know, I mean, I would just get up with people so I wouldn't get in trouble. But I would think what even is this? What is this? So I'm just saying also when I had to go to the bathroom, I would raise my hand whether there was a student reading or talking or the teacher was reading or talking. And I would say, I have to go to the bathroom. So I wasn't even asking a question, but out of respect to the teacher, I was saying, And she would say, oh, it's not your turn, Paige, or you don't have a bathroom pass. And I would proceed to get up out of my desk and walk toward the door, knowing I was going out the door no matter what, to the restroom to release my pee, which is the first name of my name, which I hold sacred. The letter P and the act of peeing, I hold sacred. Anything involving water, and the teacher would be like, wait, did she just walk out of the classroom and she's like six and a half or seven and a half or eight and a half? I just knew it was my basic human right to do what I need to do. So that's that. And then I have to get off soon because I got to make lunch. I'm kind of crazy hungry and I have students in a couple hours or like an hour and a half. But. But I said I would talk about Sology. So Sology is the way I was trying to remember how I found that group. But I had already found Athena. And Athena was being interviewed by this guy, Todd Medina. And I remember... I remember... Him, say, him calling her things like sister, and I see the, you know, sometimes he says to his guests, I see by the look of you where you come from. And I'm like, wow, like there's certain, <laughs> you know, young chicks would not go for that shit. They would say like, um, I don't think you know that I hail from, who, who even knows? serious a or b or whatever all these new age people are saying everybody loves to talk about being from the pleiades i don't give a shit about the pleiades you know what if the pleiades are part of our galactic history which i know they are i know they are like don't don't act like like really dark german behavior can be cloaked by tall white beings who have good intentions for humanity you and your whole pleiadian group think culture trying to influence new star seeds like i'm an old star seed i've been aware of my seed for a long ass time and notice guys i've never called myself star seed i'm not i don't need to call myself a star seed i live on earth i'm a human that's enough for me i love it i'm human You're human. And if you're not human, that's okay, too. You know, we'll sort that out in the next 200 years. But I found Todd Medina, who was one of the founders of the Sology group, through Athena. And Athena was, like I said, she was the first influence that was like really, wow. I thought, you're not bullshitting me. You're not trying to sell me anything. You're kind of speaking my language. She would say to do things, you know, with humility, calmly, in her transmission. And I would go to bed at night, into my dream time. And, you know, I don't follow anyone. I'm not part of a group. But when I go into my dream time, and that's what I call it, I lived in New Zealand as a teenager, And traditionally speaking, the native people call it the dream time anywhere on the planet. And I'm connected to them. I don't know why. I mean, I know I look pink and I hail from Germanic, Scottish, Welsh, Irish heritage which are the pink tribes, I would say, but still native tribes. We're all native to somewhere. That's one thing I would like people to consider. Can you just, I'm not saying stop the recording as you're listening, but I'm gonna take a pause for a moment and say something and just let it sink in. You are native. You, whoever's listening, you look in the mirror and you think you're pink or you think you're like, I don't know, tan colored or brown or green or yellow or um, blue, black. We're all native people. We are all native to somewhere. Isn't that weird? We call them native Americans. And I'm like, no, wait, Tartaria was here before, or, you know, whom we're equa- The people we're equating with natives were mixing with Basically, we had marine traveling all over the planet way before. I mean, supposedly we're taught that it's planes that have allowed us to travel far and mix different cultures. No, it was boats. It was boats. So I have memories of being Mayan. I have memories of either visiting Mayan as a high accoladed human, spiritual human from, was it somewhere like Stonehenge? You know, was it the UK? Was it me being of Irish descent? Welsh, Scottish, my mom is Welsh and Scottish. My dad is Irish and German. I know the stories of their grandparents. Did I get on a boat from Ireland and go to Mexico? I feel like I did, I feel like I did. And I feel like they were like, hey baby, you are so awesome. You should stay here for six months. And so I did. I have a weird, bizarre, deep, visceral, romantic, juicy, energetic, atomic connection to Mexico. And I have no idea what it is. But the more I study Mayan esoteric spiritual history, the more I realized I was there. I was there. I was there, like, hanging out at the base of one of the temples, having a European cigarette with a super fucking cool person from, I don't even know, Turkey or there, somewhere else. Uh, We went deeply into the temples and learned how to meditate at the whatever parallel of the level of the, and it involves water and crystals. You know, like, I have memories of basically being a spiritualist and an engineer. And those used to be the same things, you know, even how we've been forced to worship at the altar of certain humans being more intelligent than others. Even Einstein said, I'm not this genius, Tesla's the genius. They were contemporaries because Clearly, you know, what? Oh, my door, my door, my old building door hinge has been blowing open and closed. And my window frame has been creaking. Like, are, do I have spirits visiting me? If I have a spirit visiting, will you open the door right now? Anybody? Anybody? Okay. So all I wanted to say was I found Sology through Athena of the channel on YouTube called Human Witness. So if you go to the channel on YouTube, she's gonna she has a fairly long post in her community section apologizing about how she took all of her content off because I don't know, it's too much for me to think about right now. I need to focus on my own. Uh, message but she just said it's like what she was trying to do was not received the way she wanted which I feel like that's a huge oldest child thing to say it's not how I want it it's like nothing is ever how you want it bitch nothing is ever how you want it it just is and you follow it and then you find the next thing so I love you, Athena. I'm still, I can't wait till you say what you're doing next because you were one of the humans on my spiritual path where I felt like I could trust you because you didn't exude a desire for, like, you weren't saying, I've got the intel. Like there's all kinds of cool people that I love in spiritual communities who are like, I've got the intel. It's like, no. There's no intel for me to glean from you. I am me. And you are you. So I hope all of my listeners realize this about me. I'm never trying to tell you something someone else couldn't tell you. I'm saying tap into yourself. And you maybe the first thing you're going to do is laugh really hard, shit your pants, and maybe start crying. Cuz age of Aquarius, I'm telling you, this is electricity. This is like it's raining right now, and I'm thinking, wow, what's going to happen in the next couple days? Because tomorrow is February 9th, and that's the day. That's the reason I'm doing this whole drop right now. So Sology, I I honor you, Todd Medina, and all your people. What it, Morgan is your lady, and the fact that you interviewed Athena is how I found you guys. And Pamela, who goes by Mella as well there's just all these incredible people um oh that Aussie family you guys are so cool elsa elsa and co i love all of you i'm with you i totally do decoding through language i'm a language instructor um esl teacher i talk to people all over the world every day and i feel like that's my jam that's what i'm here for i'm here to make people laugh remember the levity remember their connections to who they were but not even so much far far back to who they were but who are you right now what can you do right the fuck now you can get on your land and take your socks off it's raining so after all my students i'm probably just gonna go barefoot in my yard and it's kind of cold but i'm in the midwest it's supposed to be winter it's like 50 Fahrenheit. It's pretty warm. And my trees are like um, primary water squirting. Isn't that weird? So everywhere I move, I always have three trees, three significant trees. So my last place, it was a maple tree and a pine, a northern white pine and a walnut tree that was actually in the neighbor's yard where I yielded lots of walnuts for a couple years. At this place, and then I moved somewhere else in 2018, 19. At this place, it's a juniper tree and I call him Jupiter. Jupe, 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 baby. And I swear if I talk to Jupe, I'm gonna bring you outside of it. Right? Hey Jupe, what's up Jupe? What's going on? I love you, I love you Jupiter, oh yes I do, I love you Jupiter, it's true. He kind of bobs around, he's like, hey girl, what's up? And then I have these two other uh, maple, red maple trees and I call them 11 and 12. I'm not going to talk about that right now. But um, they love me and they just started squirting. Like, I don't know, from my last podcast drop, it was right about then, about a month ago, and I walk outside every day and I'm like, so I would touch the water coming out of the tree. The rest of the tree is dry. And so on these two red maples, well, on one for sure, on the other, I'd have to think about it. But on 11, there's a um, like a scar where there was a lightning strike and it started you know how that looks when a tree has a lightning strike it basically yeah it has a scar so lips open around the original um uh injury and it's it's like swelling right now that's all i know how to say and when i touch the water that's coming out of the tree it's cool it's gelatinous It's so weird. Guys, what's going on? So thank you, Todd, Medina, and Solaji. You're just, you're basically supporting all the randomness that I've ever felt in doing my podcast, and I hope that I interview some of your people someday, that we share the same cast. And then the second thing, what was the second thing I wanted to talk about? Uh, Year of the Dragon. Oh, my door is opening right now. Hello door, hello spirits. I'm gonna put my hand on the door. (gasps) Don't, oh, come on, open, open, open. Can you hear that? My door, my door is like, what's going on guys? I love you. Ooh, creepy if it were Halloween, but it's it's called the thin veil, it's thinning now. There's no more just thin veil over Halloween, it's a thin veil. As we enter the fifth dimension, we have to accept all the veils. So thank you, Sology. Everybody go on YouTube and look them up. And, and like at first, I guarantee if you're spiritually inclined, but you need structure, you're gonna be like, oh shit, this is annoying. This is kind of new agey. But the way that Todd Medina inspired me to keep doing what I'm doing The way i'm doing it is i've always been spontaneous like maybe the only thing i know even when everything got taken away from me even when i lost everything i could say more proactively and ultimately didn't mind and realized that was the lesson for my life was you know i had to close my spa and my boyfriend broke up with me blah 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 doesn't matter was We're supposed to be spontaneous in the here and now. And so when I think about my trees squirting primary waters, and you know, I'm always talking about water. Water will be the renewal element for this time in the dawning of the age of Aquarius, which, you know, age of Aquarius is represented by, what is that? Metal. So it's lightning. So it's like metal and fire and water. It's actually, maybe even wind it's so maybe it's all the elements they don't talk about this but aquarius is really all the elements so year of the wood dragon water plasma it's it's water it's gonna come through water but it's plasma that we're gonna start to understand so my whole life when people look at me funny like what is what is she talking about Um. I think it's this innate understanding that I have of plasma. And so as somebody who understands engineering, ufology, physics, isn't that weird? I don't have a background in any of these places, but but welcome. Maybe my next podcast drop, I'll talk about Jeremy. Oh my God, it's so funny. This guy who has this YouTube channel has the same name as my dad, basically. What is his name? Jeremy Russ which might be German, Germanic, I'll have to look that up. But my dad is Jeremy Ferris. This guy is trying to blow the lid off of uh, the military industrial complex, covering our whole relationship with, um, what shall I call them, unidentified, I mean, we used to call it unidentified flying objects, but no, this is also the beings and maybe what it's so complicated. It's so complex. So, so the dark ones that have tried to hold this hood over us, which sounds like I'm talking about a dome. It is, it's a cover. You know, when somebody wants you to forget what you learned, we call that memory wipe. I mean, I guarantee 85% of science fiction movies are about the memory wipe. So what I'm trying to help you do, or what I would like to help you do in this time, my beloveds, is I want you to remember. I want you to place the parts back of yourself. It's like the scarecrow realizing he's actually as vital as a human. we They tried to take us apart so we would forget who we are, but first, we find each other, and then we tell our stories to each other. Then we story share, and then we story share to create. So the reason I'm so grateful for Sology and Todd Medina is he's been talking about in recent times. So look for any of his drops where he talks about since eleven, eleven, eleven. You know, <clears throat> I'm also eleven and eleven in numerology, so. This all makes sense to me, but he said, we're supposed to live in the now. I mean, we could talk about Eckhart Tolle talking about the now since 2011, which is, I feel like when his book came out and I started reading it, but the now it's so much more profound. It's like the now is all the plasma. It's all the material that we're gonna create the new earth with. I mean, it's the same earth. She's so wonderful. She's the maiden, uh, the mother and the crone. And we have to realize that the only reason we're here is she sustained us. How did you do that, mama? I love you for giving birth to me. I think about you all the time, my mama. My mama, my mama so happy wood dragon year it's entering as we speak i have felt the energy coming in the last month technically speaking tomorrow on february 9th will be the day that we usher in the year of the wood dragon which chinese astrology marks marcates d marks celebrates um, and so let's all celebrate together. The dragon is the unseen forces. So for you as a human, what are your unseen forces? What are the channels inside of you? What is love? What are the fluids inside of you? What's your health? What's your wealth? How can you do? How are you being? And then wood to me means, I mean, the greatest growth element on this plane planet we call earth hearth hearth for humanity the soul fire that we come back to whenever we feel love in our heart are the trees it's the wood so I welcome you year of the wood dragon please celebrate the wood with me please go outside and have a fire at night as soon as we we we're having a lot of rain so go have a fire at night as soon as you can and I invite you to my fire Um, local friends Hope, Heidi Craig, um, my neighbor Kyle, uh, um, yeah, be well, be well, enjoy this spring. This to me, oh, this is a cool thing. My friend Craig G and I, we were like scratching our chins together a couple months ago, and I said something like, "Well, what if I just decide I want it to be warm? Can it just be warm?" And he said, yeah, I want it to be warm. And then in the next two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, I would say, is it warm because we said it was? So back to Todd Medina, Todd Medina will say, wherever there are two or more, which is another quote from, hello, our famous brother, Jesus. where there, Wherever there are two or more in my name, creation shall be present for you to wield. And make with wonder a new thing, whatever new thing you want. So I encourage you to make your new thing. I encourage you to hug your people, hug your, I don't know, hug all those you wanna hug. Hamsters, rabbits, dogs, entities, you know, spirits, Uh, hug each other and let's, let's get closer. I hope that next podcast, maybe I'll meet some of you. Like, because I'm interacting with my real friends already. Hope, Heidi, Craig, not that much. Craig more than anyone else. But I I wanna interact with some of you. So I love you. I might add another drop, but if I don't, welcome, year of the wood dragon. I salute you with a fire. I will have a fire in honor of you soon, tonight, tomorrow, the next night, February 9th. We love you. Thank you, Chinese astrology. Thank you, humanity. There's no such thing as war. We will not have war. We are ending war. If someone says, what do you think about Israel or the blah, blah, just say, oh, I, I don't do war. I'm not doing, I don't want to talk about war. Let's talk about love. How about that? Let's talk about love, baby. See you soon, ching chong. So, I, I will cir- circle back to my transmission where I said, Y Cliff, Y Cliff, bitches? That would be Wardenclyffe, and Wardenclyffe was the station on the Northern end of um, where my dad was raised. Montauk, yeah. Yeah, my dad was a kid on Long Island the whole time Montauk was there, which is where the Warden Cliff station was. But But let's bounce to Bill Murray because Somehow, through all of this, oh, today with one of my Japanese students, uh, she's a, a wonderful woman named Misamo. Mas- and she's been employed by Osaka, Japan, to be, a, I would say, a tour guide for Osaka historically. And so we started talking about, she said her team was made up of people who spoke seven different languages. So to me, that was a huge opportunity to talk about <clears throat> a movie that Sophia Coppola made called Lost in Translation, which I'm watching right now. It's hilarious. And. This, I think, was the movie that made me have a crush on Bill Murray, which I no longer have, so don't worry about me, Dad, or anyone who thinks that I'm obsessed with Bill Murray, because, I don't know, I feel like if Bill Murray ever came out of the limelight and did something fresh and new and real, then I would have a crush on him, but... He just, I, I think, I feel like he he got lost. It's like there's no post-COVID Bill Murray. So so I'm going to go back to watching the movie Lost in Translation. This is very enjoyable for me. Um, midnight at the Oasis. Send your camels to bed. This is a famous jazz song that comes up in this movie. So everybody, all my fans, all my friends, all my family, please take the time to watch the movie Lost in Translation with Bill Murray. You're going to pee a little bit. You're going to snort. You're going to laugh you're going to feel punk rock. Do this with me for somehow this is leading us very gracefully into the year of the wood dragon. I seem to remember that Bill Murray is a tiger in Chinese astrology. Not your year, Bill, but you know, tiger gets along well with dragon and wood. So just Everybody watch Lost in Translation. I'm going to go back to watching it, but it's super cracking me up right now. Um, So, yeah, I'll maybe maybe I'll do new drops about the movie Lost in Translation. But that's what I'm doing right now. Love you. Okay, this is wonderful. This is beautiful. So, um, this evening would be recorded in history um, in Minnesota for Miss Page, for Page Fairies. This is her night of the 14th of February of the year 2024. I could get more strange with a British accent as if I'm in a Shakespeare play. But in fact, so maybe I'll take a photo. Fo- I mean, God, the, there's a lot going on right now, guys and gals, girls, peeps. I am crying. I, I was like snot crying. So, <clears throat> God. I fucking love life right now. I love how magical and unexpected the universe is. So I'm going to try and stick to a theme. But, you know, y'all's is no. I never quite stick to a theme. (laughs) I've got like two or three or four themes going on. But, you know, it's Valentine's Day. And I, I don't know um i was stringing together a podcast drop to drop i was (laughs) i was gonna drop it on um how do we say the eve of the year of the wood dragon on the 9th of february i don't know i've got like ever since this quote-unquote fake Gregorian calendar year started. <laughs> January 1st means nothing. There's no planetary movements on January 1st ever. But ever since Christmas, I don't care about Christmas either. See, it, like I can't even grab onto a time. I feel like I'm so in the plasma, fourth dimensional dream time of. Not even being able to make a point, <laughs> like, usually. When I start stringing together a podcast, I have a point or two. I, I mean, I'll have everybody know I, I've never taken notes. Well, I might jot down notes just for my eyeballs to photographically remember. Oh, I thought I'd talk about Mercury or whatever. Who knows? Um... Uh, I, hold on a second. I'm going to take a sip of rosé. So this is February 14th. I mean, I've been bawling like a baby. I've been bawling like a 12-year-old girl who just got ghosted by... (laughs) All right, let me try and make a point. I want to make a point because then I'm going to go in the backyard and perhaps have a European cigarette um, and just, you know, watch this. St- There's no stars to watch because my night skies, I don't know how your night skies have been, but mine are like we're in this real sine wavy time where I'll feel super energetic, very clear, going to the gym. Ru, 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 ru. working all day, blah, 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 Saturnian. Well, I mean, we've been in the time of Saturn for the last month or, you know, Capricorn. And now, <laughs> now <we're clears throat> excuse my, all of it, but it, we're, I feel like the end of This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. I mean, how many times have we heard me say this? But what I'm saying right now is, this is the dawning of the age of the, it's like the 11th hour. Oh, and Aquarius is an 11. I'm an 11 in numerology. And we're, this is the end phase. of the sign of Aquarius between January and February. So once we get to February 19th, 20th, which is coming up, you know, that'll be in like four days. Then I don't like it. Then I feel a little crazy. It's Pisces and I, you know, I'm a Virgo and I I have compassion for Piscean energy, but it's just crazy making. It's like, you're just floating around it's like you go to do the laundry and you end up brushing your teeth, but then you don't brush your teeth and you go pee and you talk to yourself. And then the phone rings and you get annoyed about the phone. And like, it, it's very, you know, Pisces is ruled by Neptune. And so for some reason this evening, I, I, I'm not a sentimental person. I, I ask anybody I know. Yes, I'm emotionally charged. I know what my emotions are, but I'm not sentimental. And so I, um, you know, finished my day and a, a number of people sent Valentine's wishes in my direction, and I sorta, I guess you could say, I got a text in my pants, you know? Like, oh, cool, my good friend said, I love you, baby. Or, you know, yay, Valentine's, Valentine's. So, so I don't know the story of St. Valentine, nor do I need to. Maybe, no, I'm not, I don't give a shit about the story of St. Valentine. But what I can say from my perspective as an astrologer is when I was in first, second, third, fourth grade, maybe, ugh, that's it, no later, Valentine's had this perfect sacred meaning because it's like anyone in your class can give you a Valentine, so maybe you get 14 Valentine's and your neighbor gets four or your other neighbor gets 22 I don't care it's not like I was like counting or collecting but I remember when you would write a Valentine to your neighbor, you know, to your classmates. It wasn't like, hey, I would like to take you home and either screw you or ask you to marry me or you know make a decision about our ranking with what love is. No, Valentine was just like, I heart you. I draw the letter I and then I heart you. I heart you. I mean, I hearted a lot of people when I was young. But then you get to be like fourth and fifth and sixth grade and seventh grade. And every year, every year later, it got worse. And I'll tell you what. I thought I was so coy. I thought I was so good at this game called love because, oh, my God, I'm going to cry right now a little bit. I'll be okay. I will be okay. But... I fell in love with some people. I'm not saying I shouldn't have, but I fell in love with some people. And I learned some lessons with like similar personalities. You know, I'm lucky. I only got married once, I didn't have kids. I had multiple, uh, what do they call that? Seminally monogamous relationships with men. So like it would be this guy for six years and this guy for six years. And then in the end, I just, it's kind of like what I just did. (sighs) Like I'm going to hang up my gloves. I'm going to go in the backyard, have a European cigarette, and I'm just going to feel so relieved that I'm never doing that again. I may have good male friends. I may screw with a man that I'm attracted to. But, oh, my God. Has that been more emotionally heavy than everything else that's good in my life? So now that I'm single, anyway, so I come home, (laughs) Valentine's evening, and a voice in me, so I think I've mentioned this before, I don't hear the voice of God. I just hear a voice, and the voice said, watch your rom-com, baby. And I was like, That's fucking hilarious because I don't even use the word rom-com because I don't watch them. So I'm I'm not going to watch a rom-com. And so that voice came into me and I was like, who are you? And then I'm not going to tell you all the details that involve, oh God, Netflix. I have their basic account, which is like, I can mirror from my iPhone onto my TV movies. I've been able to do that since 2009, basic subscription. But I called in today because my phone would not cast this movie, so I chose this cheesy rom-com. You guys should watch it. I mean, for real, watch it. You're going to cry. I hope you cry. Because it feels really good. Um, It's a movie called Love at First Sight. (laughs) I mean, come on, really? And so in the beginning, I was like, Paige, for Christ's sake, really? You're going to watch? I don't know. But I've been letting spirit guide me in the last month in a way I've never done before because I finally I'm going to cry right now but uh, I finally am realizing that the Holy Spirit is real you guys the Holy Spirit is real so don't listen to it all the time otherwise it's going to make you look like a weirdo like me (laughs) talking to the air in my backyard Uh, and the moon and the stars or whatever. But Love at First Sight, oh my God, it was such a beautiful film. I'm still crying because of how beautiful it was. Like, uh, it wasn't the cheap replicated script that, Oh, I don't know. Julie Roberts, blah 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 blah. Who who was that guy who used to play the the romantic oh, God, I can't even remember his name. I'm British and I'm sitting in a park with my long teeth and my skinny face and very quietly but politely blah blah blah. I don't remember who was that guy. Henry blah 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 I don't know. I don't know. But this love at first sight, it's real people. Like, even the actors, they, like, make weird, uncomfortable. You know when you cry and you look like you're shitting a little bit when it's real? It was so good. Like, the movie, I thought it was superficial, and then it just got more and more real. And at the end, I'm still crying. And I don't think it's midnight. No, it's not midnight. Oh, it's 11. 11. 5th, 11, 14. It's pretty late. <laughs> but I think I'm feeling planetary energies. So, so first I missed the window of dragon, the official release of the wood dragon year on February 9th. And then today, today, wow, that sounded really Midwestern. Today, um, I I think I found a good thumbnail for my next drop for this drop. It's uh in the movie Lost in Translation. Uh Oh, that was her first big deal film feature role. What's her name? Scarlett Johansson. And she's doing that thing where she's just like lying in a bed, and it's her plain pink cotton underwear. So, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been feeling very impressionable lately. Almost like it makes me think of, like, Japanese impressionism, you know? Or or I'm watching, I watch, watch the movie Love at First Sight on Netflix, and it's very, you know... <laughs> It takes place mostly in London, the end of the movie, where it gets really romantic and beautiful. And it's just so gorgeous. Like, wow. Um, So I think I'm having maybe memories? Am I having memories of living in older times? I don't know. I'm going to stop talking soon, but... Woo, this night is very cathartic. Uh, I, I was definitely releasing old boyfriends and stupid shit because in the movie, you know, it's like young adults talking about what they think a vow is, whether it's marriage or their parents getting divorced, which I've been through. My parents got divorced. I got divorced. So so I guess I'm new again. I'm new again But I I don't need any of their vows, but I love, I love the romantic part. I love this idea that you're actually meant for someone and there's nothing that can alter that timeline and that you'll feel it, you know, when it happens. So uh, I hope you all enjoy the kind of emotionally vulnerable soupy energy. Of uh, Valentine's, which the Aquarian is like the, you know, unintentionally narcissistic, beautiful 17 year old boy staring into the pond of his reflection. Like it, it, it's hard to explain, but it's 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 a real love. So, so enjoy the beauty of this night, and I hope I can wrap this up and do a drop. So I, it's not even gonna be Valentine's Day, but it's something about I want to capture something about the Aquarian spirit because we're newly entering the age of Aquarius, but there's like a real weird Aquarian shedding that's happening where I think. Everyone is gonna feel very wistful, emotional, teenagery, sensitive. And I want everyone to go with that. I want to be like the drama teacher who's like, go with that, baby. Like wear your purple cowl neck, or I don't even know, you know <laughs> what the fuck, but go with that. Be your own drama teacher. Um Because I think we're, like, in a weird vacuum for the next two months. Nobody's leading us. Um, Mother Earth is on a journey, and she's bringing us. But the dark ones, it's like they're, they're trying to replicate the goodness that we're emitting, us real organic humans. So just don't be surprised when it's like, this is the permission that I'm giving myself is like don't be surprised when you feel like oh I'm so excited for my future oh I'm realizing how to save money oh I'm realizing how to make money and then you'll be like fuck that shit you know I'm not doing that (laughs) no I'm not watching movies I'm I mean this was the first time I watched a movie in probably two or three months and it's weird I feel that like culture shock of you know, like in movies about... You know, what was the movie uh, with... Oh, she's blonde, and it's about a mermaid in New York. What was that movie? Um, yeah. Like, I watched the movie, and I, I felt so sensitive to everything. Like, the lighting and the music. Um, so... So my feeling is we each as humans, regardless of if you're trying to do spiritual work or not, you're just like, if you are a human being on this earth, we're getting um, energy upgrades, we're getting spiritual upgrades. And it's like, dude, in the last three days, I felt like, wow, how could I describe this? I mean, I know sometimes I've said to you all, how I feel like, uh, I have cellular flushing. Um, so yeah, so I think the DNA was organized in the age of Pisces along the spinal channel, but now it's going to be different. It's going to be like, I keep getting these like flashes of sea creatures, like a sea creature who has, a. Almost like wings flailing around each chakra. So, humans will become like this energetically. We're dispersing a lot more energy on the cellular level. I've been doing this for maybe three or five years, and I've talked about it a little bit in my podcast, but like it's full on bitches. Like, I'm not saying I can't sleep tonight, but sometimes I'll go to bed, I'll light a candle, I'll, I'll bring like sparkling water, still water. <laughs> and I'll just, you know, look at the ceiling and say, I gotta sleep. Like you gotta give me dreams. So um, we're in a window of, this must be high solar activity. I've never felt this before in my life. I like I'm holding my iPhone in my hand, and it everything feels electric. My thighs, my hand, my phone. So I'm gonna put this down, and quit this drop. But I watched this movie, Love at First Sight, on Netflix. It was so beautiful. So it's about like. A couple of kids in their 20s who fall in love um, on a flight, you know, across the ocean, from across the Atlantic, from the United States to England. And uh, it, it was so beautiful. Like, it just, I felt like I watched organic humans be humans for a couple of hours. On Netflix, like that's rare. So anyway, that's my homage to St. Valentine's Day. I'm gonna go in the backyard. Um, gosh, what was I? Was I thinking one more thing about? Um, mm, oh, my last drop. I already talked about watching Lost in Translation. Yeah, watch it. Watch it. There's a lot of beauty. Beauty, there's a lot of beautiful moments in that, in that film. There's a lot of beautiful moments in the movie Love at First Sight. I mean, Shakespeare, we revisit Shakespeare. All of a sudden, London is a beautiful city. It's not racked with, you know, infected criminal bankers. Like, it's just a beautiful, beautiful movie. So I'm going to stop talking. I love you people i mean is this the year we're all just gonna be able to relax and start to feel more free i hope so i hope so ching Tong, i love you i love you